love you. Hello, Couch Potatoes. Thank you so much. This is a very, very special and very important episode today. Yes, it is. And we're very happy for you to come and sit down on the couch with us. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. He of the blank stare. And yes, this is a very, very special episode. As Greeny has said, we've been doing this for a whole year. Look at that. That's right. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. We're, we're, we feel real special about it. Uh, yeah. We're, almost, we're really closing in on 100 episodes, which, you know, a lot of people, you know, twice a week, that'll do it to you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people, you know, it takes a couple years for them to get to 100 episodes. So we hope you appreciate that out there, the listener. And yeah. we hope that we get better each episode we do. And I think, I we, think do. we do. My AC yeah. is on. I'm still in a location where my dog can come up and sniff in the microphone. <laughs> like, the, Real you know, the quality's not that great. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, we're, we're on it. <laughs> but I do think the rapport has gotten better. I yeah. think we've gotten much I think we're better, uh, better with just flowing. Yeah. Because, like, normally we, like, we're so used to just talking and, like, gabbing amongst ourselves. Right. That, like, now that we're recording it, it's just completely different because we're trying to be more mindful of what we're doing, trying to stay on track with things. But we both have, like, ADHD and just get lost in tangents. <laughs> Definitely. So, it's, like, a normal day conversation, that's perfect. You know, that that's how we can just sit around for, like, five hours and be like, oh, shit, where's the time gone? Exactly. But in a show, we got to be a little more on 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 par, on, on point. And I think we've gotten a little better at that. <laughs> I, I do too. I do too. And another thing about the show is like, I, we, it's something that we always talked about doing to an extent uh, in one form or another. And this pandemic really did kind of get a kick our ass into actually doing something. Right. And it, it was a way for us to continue having those conversations that we've always had. But uh, in a productive and creative way, and like you said, it, it did at first feel much more like a performance. I still feel like I'm performing, but I, you know, I know how to do yeah. it now. I mean, this is our only environment where we're able to take off our masks and just be who we actually are. Right. I, the green traveler, you, the faceless, you know, like I so know. many days we just walk around in our human forms Ugh. to please the government and everybody else. Noses suck, guys. I mean, yeah. Mine falls off all the time. Yeah, we know they're not listening to this podcast. They don't give a damn about us. Like they, they would care if our human versions were giving the the podcast. But That's right. Us, like right. nobody's gonna believe it. They're just gonna let it happen. No. So it's like that's eh, stupid. But like we've grown a lot. <laughs> we have. We have. We have. We've uh, gone from zero to about a hundred plus listeners, close to two hundred listeners, something like that. Yeah. A month. Yeah. Like that's nice. Well, I mean, it's not uh, not individual listen. It's not individual listeners. That's individual listens. Yeah, that was our downloads. But, yeah. You know, <clears throat> yeah, but it's it's really nice. You know, it's it's nice to see the stat go up. Nice to see people tuning in. Uh, like, I don't know. I, I I struggle to listen to podcasts just because I don't really have time to do so. Right. So just the fact that people out there are taking the time to tune in that's that's amazing to me. It ma- it makes me really happy, and I I feel the love. Thank you all so much. Thank you all, couch potatoes. Thank you very much. Uh. And to celebrate, we thought that 
Uh, some nostalgia was in order. So mm-hmm. we're doing a sequel smash. And if you clicked on it, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about the Space Jams. The yeah, you know, we'll we'll sell. We'll yeah, call the first one uh, a Blackberry Jam because mm, yummy. And then the second one is I don't know Gooseberry. I've never a had blood that. orange. Yeah. <laughs> something that's like a blood orange. Like you jam. thought maybe you'd be into, and then it wasn't so great. That's my review. We yeah. can end the episode now. Mark. Marmite. <laughs> Marmite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, eh, I might try it. Or whatever. What's the other? What, it's not Vegemite. Marmite. It's, there's another one. Vegemite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like either of those. Uh, like, Vegemite yeah, I might be interested sandwich. in that. <laughs> Toss it on some bread and you're just like, ooh. ooh <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> I think I would like it, honestly. I like bitter stuff. But it's probably yeah. because I don't, you know, I... I don't have human taste buds, so. Right. I tried it when I had a much more limited palate. You know, I'd just come to Earth. I had just been started to be an experiment. And it's on. They were starting right. to give me, like, a little bit of a broader taste range. Like, I'd had chicken and rice before that, yeah. and that was about it. And they were like, well, here, try some Vegemite. And, like, I took a little taste, and I was like, <laughs> immediately, like, exploded in my cell. And they had to, like, scrape me back together. It oh, was man. Horrible. You could do that, too? We never talked yeah, about yeah. this. <laughs> uh, you might have gotten that. They might have like taken that from me and like put it into you. <laughs> oh, that's right. Well, they, I, they you did a lot of much like, older than I am. Yeah, they did a lot of like. Pictures. What can we ex- like? You were their guinea pig. Like, what can we have that he can absorb? Like, what can he just yeah. take on? <laughs> yeah, you're just a whole. You're a blank slate all over every day. <laughs> Man, you got to watch me grow up. You're like my space daddy. Let's pretend I didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's say let's pretend you said Space Jam instead. They're very with the. They were much nicer yesterday. We talked about uh, Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad, and I say that like we've already recorded it. We're actually recording this before that, but schedule wise, (laughs) this came out just after we talked Suicide Squad. And as you know, because I intend to complain about it on that episode when we do record it. I hate their way of naming that. You yeah. know, it's, it, it makes sense. They're trying. They're trying to completely us- usurp uh, the original Suicide Squad. So they were just like, "This is the Suicide Squad," and that's fine. I totally get that. But Space Jam was much nicer to us. Where they went, you know, the original was called Space Jam. We're not going to call this one the Space Jam. No, this is Space Jam: A New Legacy. Yeah. So I will give. I will give the sequel one credit. Their naming. Fine. Yeah. I like that title. Space Jam, A New Legacy. That's good. Yeah. But before we shit all over number two, let's talk number one. <laughs> let's talk the nostalgia of number one. Before we take a number two on number two, let's talk nice. about yes. the <laughs> original Space Daddy, Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's the Space Daddy. I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, he could be Space Daddy. <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan, uh, I think is a surprisingly good actor. Uh he he portrays himself very well in this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he he is very passable for what this film needed to be needed. You know, they didn't they didn't need an amazing actor. They just needed Michael Jordan. Yeah. Or, you know, of or some star athlete at the time, but but I think he did a good job. Honestly, uh, all of the He can uh, make fun of himself pretty well, too. All of the players did a pretty good job, I think. Mm. Uh, because 
even Larry Bird, who wasn't like part of the uh, the the five that get their power stolen. So this is a classic. This is a classic film. Let me let me talk the plot. That's what I'll do. Um, so <clears throat> Michael Jordan decides he wants to retire from basketball and play baseball. That's what's just happening. Like he did in real life. Like he did in real life. And uh, the Looney Tunes, meanwhile, (laughs) get invaded by these little tiny aliens. And they said, hey, we're going to take you to Moron Mountain and turn you into our entertainment slaves. And Bugs is like, hey, we can get out of this. We challenge you guys to a basketball game. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Well, we don't know what that is because they're yeah they're all very tiny aliens. <laughs> yes. These guys they yeah. they are smaller than the Gorshans are. Yeah, a little bit bigger than Tweety though, and yeah, a little bit bigger. Yes. than Tweety. and they go they go to Earth, which I, I guess the Looney Tune Land is on Earth. It's it's really weird. I it doesn't it, yeah, need to make it's sense. It's a bunch though. of dimensions. Yeah, no, it doesn't need to make sense. It's like dimensions just smashed into each That's other. Right. Yeah, it's like. Same Earth, different dimension, I guess, maybe? maybe. I don't know. <laughs> the loony dimension? Yeah, you got to go through the Warner Brothers symbol to get there. So, Yeah, yeah. So, they go around uh, these little aliens. They decide to research basketball. And then, apparently, they have the ability to uh, steal and then possess the abilities of people. But like multiply them too, because you know the they, yeah. the monsters what they become are like way bigger than the players that they're representing. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it's pretty ridiculous. I, I love it. You telling me they're not all eight and ten <laughs> feet tall? <laughs> Some of them are eight feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> One of them definitely in yeah. real life is. <laughs> uh, so we we got Charles Barkley. Uh, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy, uh, Bogus. I'm sorry. It's, uh, people who are big uh, fans out there of basketball are gonna kill me. Larry Johnson and Sean Bradley. They all get their powers taken. And when it happens, that's some of the best bits in the show for me is, right. is when, and the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And- I was just going to say the reason Michael Jordan isn't is because he is playing baseball at the time. Like, right. I think they're all they're all in the same room or something at the same no, time or, or maybe it's no. It's different games and stuff. They, these, oh, yeah. oh they, that's right. But they they go to actual basketball games yeah. though and, you know, Michael's not playing at the time because it's during his baseball right. career. And uh, <laughs> so they even shut down the entire league because they're worried about like some kind of contagious disease that's going on. So the symptoms <laughs> of this supposed disease is that your game is just gone, but the, it's, yeah, you don't know how to dribble. Yeah, basically. But it's not even like just their game. It's like they have absolutely no coordination. That's how it translates. It's like they can yeah. barely walk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's just oh, it's they good. all portray it so well in different ways uh and i i just i have to commend these athletes on their acting because it's not like yeah I, well they are natural entertainers are. there's a reason a lot of sports stars go into the acting this business. is true it's, this is true but if yeah. you're gonna i feel like the biggest trend is with wrestlers and that's way more a performative yeah. art than say basketball is but yeah, right, you want right. the crowd to have a good time 
as an athlete because it fuels your ability to play well. Yeah, and I feel I feel like you could also credit the director too oh, because yeah. like he's the one who pulled. I don't remember who the director of the original Space Jam is, but like he does a really good job at blending like all of these people who are not actors and then like making them all work with these animations. Right. Like he, he does a good job. I can't at say it. I've heard of this director, but his name is Joe Pitka. Joe Pitka. Yeah, I can't think of I can't think of his filmography or anything, but like amazing job. Like yeah. Uh, you know, for for a film that again is going to blend live action and uh, animation, they, he does a really good job at doing that with people who are great actors and people who are you know athletes yeah. who are just, just stepping just into the celebrity namesake. Really, it, and yeah, yeah, they all I got to give the, him credit, like you said, and you got to give these people who you know they they are just like yeah, doing a movie sounds fun. I'm a millionaire. Yeah. Why not? Give me more money. Yeah. My agent signed me up for this. <laughs> uh, we also got Bill Murray, who uh, his biggest joke throughout the movie is, I could have been in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love him. Yeah, he's fabulous and, in this. Yes, I definitely. I feel like <laughs> somebody wrote this script and like, hey, I wrote Bill Murray into this. Can we get Bill Murray? And Bill Murray read the script, and he's like, yes, <laughs> as as long as I get to wear the umbrella hat. <laughs> wow. And, like, I love that he also – because uh, so many actors play themselves in this. Yeah. So, I love how he is playing himself yeah. because he is, like, acting like this is, like, the most serious thing ever. But at the same time, like, he's still having so much fun with it. Yeah. Like oh, it's so good. Oh, I bu- just like when he when he finally gets to play and how like how serious he gets when he puts like his uh, uh, I can't remember what he because again I've watched I watched these when when uh, a new legacy came out so that was like two months ago so they're both kind of like blurry in my mind but like he, there's this moment where he just puts on a very serious face and he's like oh I'm in this <laughs> it's like oh God Bill like yeah it's so funny oh I, at the end of the movie. Uh, I don't think this is a uh, a spoiler. He does end up playing for the Looney Tune team for just a moment, yeah. and he after he's the, the game is over. Uh, Jordan congratulates him and says, "You know, you do have some skills. Maybe you could play in the NBA." And he's like, "No, I'm done. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I'm gonna leave on a high note and the first note." And then he walks off with his <laughs> busted ass knees. Oh, I love it. Yeah, he's he's great. <coughs> I love everything Bill does. At least everything that I've seen. Um, I'm sure there's stuff out there that isn't so good. He's been doing it for so long, but he's always good. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, he's in everything too. But then there's also uh, what'd you say his real name was? Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Newman. Newman. I I'm sorry, Wayne Knight. I've I've seen you in so many other things, but to me, you will always be Newman. <laughs> to most of the world, I would say. <laughs> At least most of America. Oh, I grew up in the '90s. Yeah, it's what happens when you stayed on a sitcom for so fucking yeah. long. Uh, and and which, we're just gonna say that you just did a, such a good job as Newman that that yeah, it's true. It's just it's just imprinted on us, but anyway, he's in this movie. He plays Stan. He doesn't. He doesn't even play. Yeah, he doesn't play Newman. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, play even play, doesn't play Newman. He doesn't play himself. Like he's <laughs> the one odd man out. <laughs> yeah, he plays Stan Podolak, who works for what are they? The Barons, his baseball team. Was that his real baseball team? I don't remember. Team? Yeah, real life. You don't know. Okay. Um, I I honestly can't remember. I, I, I obviously I did not follow Michael Jordan's baseball career. Right. I I so when I, when I was growing up. Um, my brother and I were huge for the Chicago Bulls because of Michael Jordan. They Same. were doing so well. Same. And like, you know, Scottie Pippen, you had the whole team there that was just amazing. So like my brother and I, we gravitated towards the, you know, the, the big teams when we were kids. So it was like, I was a Chicago, Chicago Bulls fan. I was an Atlanta Braves fan. Like, that's just how it was. We, we loved the teams who were doing great. Now that I've gotten older, those teams are, you know, not consistently doing great. And I feel like a better fan for it because I'm not just following the one yeah. team who's always on top. You know, <laughs> they they have both fallen, and I still stick with them. But, uh, but back then in the day, you know, Michael Jordan was just all, fucking all star. He, yeah. he could do it all. I, he was yeah. the the basketball player. So him going into the baseball, and it's it's funny that he he kind of makes fun of himself for doing that in this movie for going to baseball. Yes. But like, you know, he wanted he wanted to try another sport. He wanted to know if he was going to be a master in two things. Like if, if it was just right. basketball, if he could do it all. And he didn't really do that well in baseball and I didn't follow it whatsoever. No. <laughs> like he I wasn't mean, the he, greatest baseball he player. He is the greatest basketball player. I mean, it, it, he is one hell yeah, of an arguable athlete. Now. I could say he would be he'd be an, a decent athlete in just about anything he would join. Yeah. But he is the the ultimate basketball player i mean but but is he now that's the, that's the huge controversy is you know especially with the sequel of space jam a new legacy lebron james comes up oh. and like you gotta you gotta bring in the statistics game yeah. like lebron's got more more rings he's got better statistics like but you know one on one on one in their prime i feel like lebron would win I'm just saying. You think so? You think so? One on one. I think so. Prime. I think. I think one on one. I think so. I don't know. Like I feel like <laughs> back in the day, and you know, I don't follow the sport very much at all. But just yeah. the attitude shift over the, the generations, I feel like the teams back then were more well-rounded and better team players than they are mm. there's a lot i feel like there's a lot more cocky personalities nowadays i know there were personalities yeah back yeah then but I, I just feel like that gets in the way more yeah i think with the growth of media and everything it makes people more cocky especially in those kind of uh sports areas like because they're doing more interviews they're on they're on on camera far more nowadays so i feel like a lot of them feel that they have to be more you know more heated, yeah. more more active and vocal and everything, and more so flashy. it bruised that ego a little bit. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't follow honestly. I don't follow basketball that much. I'm still a Chicago Bulls fan, but like I don't watch basketball. I, no. I watch baseball, and that's about it for me. Yeah, basketball but, was always on in our house, though. My dad is a huge basketball fan. He's a huge baseball yeah. fan too, and when it's football season, he watches it. But basketball exactly. is his sport. Uh, so he, he always had it on and, but he doesn't watch it as much anymore. Now he watches baseball more, even though basketball is his favorite <laughs> sport. I think right. it's for that reason. I think that he thought that they played better back in the nineties. Yeah. And it, it might be true. Like I will say that I don't think either Michael Jordan or LeBron would be 
you know, near as good without their teams. But uh, another statistic is that, you know, LeBron has gone to multiple teams now and right. won multiple championships. He is a fantastic Michael was player. on one. Yeah, so it's 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 up for grabs and I'm not gonna say that you or I are, you know, capable are of qualified. completely naming one. <laughs> We're we are not this is not the podcast to come to for the sports talk. This no. is the podcast to come to for the movie talk. And so, if if we're going solely by the movies, Michael Jordan is yes. the ultimate basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Okay. Well, at the time, he was definitely yeah, yeah, at the time, definitely the ultimate basketball player. And for real. So let's talk about then some of the the Looney Tunes. So I I, I feel like in this one they focus more on Jordan than they do the tunes. They they really do. Yeah, it is it is more about his story. Yeah. yeah. Uh it, but at the same time, there's less of his family in this than there is in the sequel of Le- LeBron's family. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. He Which it, uh you know, up front I'll give the sequel credit on that too. I I do like their focus on the family yeah. more in that than how the original did, but it, 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 we'll it's tiny little it. points it's getting yeah, we'll just tiny it. little points <laughs> so th- this one the looney tunes i think are better though definitely as well uh it, it i i feel like i'm talking about the other movie now but they just it's like they forgot how to be funny or something yeah well i mean that's kind of also the story they're going for and it's just it feels really weird because they're you know the 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 new one a new legacy the Looney Tunes are like they're older, they're you know they're right. kind of being retired from television. They're not really funny anymore. So say the the producers are being kind of like a, abandoned, and so that that kind of mirrors how the the the, the quality of the script is yes. because they really aren't that funny anymore. And you're just kind of like, yeah, you guys have outgrown your time, haven't you? <laughs> like, but I gotta tell you, I really had some good laughs because of the tunes and and the rewatching this and i was afraid because it had been several years watched it you know dozens and dozens of times as a kid mm. but it just it still hit it still hit and it's some jokes you know i i know i would not have understood as a kid for damn sure right like uh when when he comes on and then when bill murray fi- uh, comes onto the team uh, I don't remember what the character's name, but the big bad. He's like, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it is a much better like the the, the comedy of it is just yes. far funnier. Like it's it's more it's smarter. It's definitely it, you know it lands it lands lighter and more punchier. Like they were definitely shooting for a kids movie in the second movie Mm -hmm. and this one and i feel like another reason why we're not really talking about the original too much in this review of the original is that everybody knows the original it's an iconic film right right it's you've definitely seen it like it's got you know basically again like i haven't seen it in two months but i remember it far more than i remember the sequel right and it it, and obviously that's just because i've seen it like a hundred times as a kid But there was a reason I watched it a hundred times as a kid. It holds it was, up. It's fucking great. It holds up. Yeah. Even like the the strange mixed animation that they have to do. Like some of the, the CGI mm. stuff, you know, it's very early CGI. Uh, like they crumple yeah. uh, uh, Jordan up, Michael Jordan, into a basketball. 
and that's really clunky and strange but it still works Mm -hmm. and he he acts it very well yeah and his voice during that too like how they warp his voice yeah (laughs) yeah it's a lot of fun it's just funny all around it's and that's that's how it is is the whole that whole movie they approached you know they were again making a kids film yeah but they were trying to do it in a way that was going to entertain all. Like back in the day, they knew how to make a better kids film because you're not just trying to entertain the kids. Right. You knew the parents were going to have to watch it too. Well, and you wanted to make it somewhat entertainment, entertaining for the parents. I think that there was that original, like an initial draw just from the concept for parents. Like dads, it, like, yeah. you know, it's like, I feel like the 90s, people were so into sports. Just so into sports. Yeah. It's died so right. hard and it, since then. And they had already grown up with the Looney Tunes themselves. Exactly. So, they were all excited for it's that. Like, this is a wonderful mix of two things that I've I've loved in my life. And you take your kids to that. And yes, you want the parents to enjoy it. And right. uh, yeah. So, should we give our so closing they, statements for Jam or do you? Do you well, I was, I was going to finish my thought yeah, on that. Sure. Like, you want, the, you want the parents to enjoy it. And so, they, they did what you know what movies in the 80s and 90s like the goonies and uh what's the what's the finding never it's not finding Neverland. it's the uh never ending story right like they 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 tried to make a film that was going to captivate an adult too right whereas this new one the a new legacy they kind of just like went about making a kid's film and didn't care if parents would care for it no no they're just like as long as it as long as it gets the kids entertainment that's all that matters and I feel like a lot of newer or more modern production companies, that's how they approach kids' films. It's like, it doesn't matter if the parents won't like it as long as the kid laughs. And then the parent will be like, yeah, as long as my kid laughs. And it's like, no, you're no. going to have to watch this 20 fucking times because yeah. your kid's going to want to hear it enjoyable. a lot. At least for the first 10 to 15 times, it should be enjoyable. Right. And after that, yeah, it's going to be bad. Like, no movie can hold up after that. <laughs> closing statements? Yeah, I'm ready for closing statement with the yeah with the new one or with the old one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I really like the old one. It, it still holds up after twenty whatever years. If it's been twenty years, I think uh, so. 90, yeah, uh, yeah. If it came out I in the nineties, yeah, it's good. It's funny that they have all the original. Well, I don't know if they have all of the original voice actors, but they got most of them back at the very least for the Looney Tunes. That right. is, and you know, as you said, all the actors are good, especially the the athletes. You know, they they perform far funnier than you imagine. And there's a Doctor Who reference that, or uh, somewhat. It <laughs> it kind of looks like the fourth Doctor when when the when the <laughs> monsters are going to the basketball games. <laughs> yeah, when the when the monsters are going to the basketball games, they uh they're dressed up in like a trench coat with a hat and yeah. a scarf that looks very similar to the fourth Doctor's scarf. Yeah, when they're still itty bitty and and so it's just it, it, I've always thought of it as a Doctor Who reference. I don't know if it is like an intended Easter egg. I, I, I assume it, it has to be. I think it is. I think but, the co- someone in the costume department was just as yeah. nerdy as you or I am. And <laughs> and they got <laughs> that reference. has to be somebody at Warner Bros. There's got to be at least one Whovian at Warner Bros. Yeah. Like it, it's a statistical possibility. It has to be. <laughs> it just has <clears throat> but I give it. But I give it three and a half stars. It's, you know, it's wow. still enjoyable and easily rewatchable. Yeah. I, I think like it doesn't have to. Be. I I want to give it a face and a half myself. Uh, I, I yeah. just it's a childhood favorite. I you know I know that there's some flaws to it, but it's also like it's just really well packaged. It's got a little pretty bow on it, 
And, you know, if you pull the bow, it blows up like TNT from Acme. You know, it, it, yeah. it's good <laughs> shit. Uh, I, I just feel like we didn't talk about the tunes at all, but that they were great in it. They they really were. There's some really great references yeah. with that. Like, I can't, I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be a Men in Black reference or uh, a Pulp Fiction reference. But Yosemite Sam and uh, Elmer Fudd, they pull, whip out pistols and all of a sudden they're in tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> that shit had me on the floor. And Yeah, it's good stuff. And I'm sure I laughed at it as a kid too, and I don't think that I would have really caught the reference. It just looks fun. Yeah, it just it's looks just, fun. It just how, and how, the it, music how it happens too. is hilarious. Yeah, it's just yeah. great. Looney Tunes always been good with, with music, you know. Yeah. I mean that that's the thing is in in Space Jam it just felt like Looney Tunes yeah. they they felt like it was a good blend of that show and this new concept with Michael Jordan right. like they did a good job at they it they really did uh, and I feel like there was another Looney it's not back in action it's there's another one that I thought was also very good and then back in action I think was when they were kind of losing the the real feel of that mix uh, mm. between reality and Looney Tunes. Yeah, I don't know if I ever watched another Looney Tunes movie. I can't. I, I'm sure I did. I just don't remember it right off the top of my head. Right. So I feel like that's one of those like it's like the Disney movies. I'll watch it and be like, "Oh yeah, I totally did watch this." <laughs> but like as of right now, I've already wiped the slate on that clean. Let us talk about a new legacy. Oh yeah, something else I'd like to wipe the slate clean on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they could have done better. I think if you've watched the episode up to this point, you know that we already think that uh, they could have done yeah. way better. I, I'd like to give it. I'd like to give it one more pro. Uh, I'm sure I'll give it. I got. I, I'm I sure got I'll give it more, more as we as we yeah. go on. Yeah, but like, but LeBron does do a good job. He is, you know, with what he is given, he does. He performs like he he he's not near like. You know, as charismatic as Michael Jordan no. was enough for the for, for the its predecessor, but for this, like what he's doing with his son, like you know, the, the, basically just that angle between them, it's enough that it passes. You know, it's not great, but it's good. You know, he does he does deliver. I can see him continuing to do acting, but it's kind of like Shaquille doing acting. You know, it's 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 like sure. What was Shaquille's What was Shaquille's movie? Kazam. Kazam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's kind of like that where it's just like, yeah, it's funny. You you did enough. It, it works. It's not great, but it's like it's a passable performance. Have you heard <laughs> the weird conspiracy how a lot of people remember that movie being called Shazam and starring Yeah, yeah, the Sinbad. Yeah, it's I think it's that Mandela what is it? The Mandela, the Mandela effect? effect. I think yeah, it's what, that's they call what they're it. Yeah. It. yeah. And then also and then also like some people remember it as oh. the Baron's Stein Bears, when it's the Baron Stein Bears, or maybe it's the opposite yeah. of that. Yeah. Baron Stein. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Baron Stein yeah. Bears my whole life. But <laughs> I think that that is really just a, a pronunciation mistake. I, I think, you know, it's all easily explained away, but uh, like my neighbor, he was like, I'm telling you, man, I watched that movie a lot as a kid, and it was definitely <laughs> Sinbad. Yeah, it's the Mandela effect, man. It's weird. Everybody remembers like it's just this mass remembering. It's the Matrix. That's what it really is. Some of them are awake. 
Or, or you know what it could be is like there's several similes, sim, sim, simulations going on at once within the matrix, and if something like catastrophic happens in one of them to to save the the stock, they blend them oh, together. They just kind of put. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we're stumbling upon reality. It's like it's like the ending to Clue, where there's three different yeah. endings, where they they each release they they release the movie with three different endings. So it's like people walked away. It's like, oh yeah, and then this ending happens. Like that's not the ending I saw. <laughs> what are you but talking? That's about? That's how it kind of was. Yeah, when they when they made this simulation that we're currently living in, like they put some of us on here with the Sinbad memory and some of us with the Shaquille memory. It's just like ha ha ha. Oh man. That that Clue movie, man, that's that is fantastic movie. We'll have to talk about sometime. Secret review of Clue. God is actually Loki. God is <laughs> He's just tricking us all. That is that is um a fair assessment. So in this, though, I just wanted to mention, because we did bring up his son, Dom James, uh, who mm. was played by Cedric Joe, uh, he is a primary character in the show, and his relationship with LeBron is is the, yeah. the crux of the plot, really. Yeah, and while his, while his story is very, like, rudimentary and textbook, and, like, what he is given isn't much, I liked what he did. I thought he did a good job too. Like, yeah, Cedric Joe. Cedric, yeah, uh, Cedric Joe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it, again, it's it's not like impressive acting from a young actor, but he wasn't given a great script to work no, from. So no. I I feel like <laughs> like you said, we you wanted to give a lot of credit to the director for getting the athletes where they needed to be. Um, Maybe that's a, a Malcolm D. Lee just was like, okay, yeah, they're giving me this project, which we're just going to get it done. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I remembered when I watched the movie, I looked up his filmography. I don't remember his filmography, but I remember I wrote down one film uh-huh. that I have seen of Malcolm D. Lee's Scary Movie Five. Oh my, number five. I have not yeah. When seen. it already, when they had already failed so hard that it's like, why are you continuing this? <laughs> You know, the, you know, one was good, two was really good, three was okay, and then they did four, and it's like, all right, you guys can stop now. <laughs> so, the fact that they made a fifth one just fucking wows me. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've seen it. I think I have, but yeah. I don't remember anything about it. And, you know, we talked about the writing already with the script. So, here's, the, here's another sad thing about the script. Again, if you see a movie that has a lot of writers, you should be f- very afraid. <laughs> oh, man. And here's, so here, many. Here's the writers. Jewel Taylor, Tony Rettenmeyer, Keenan Kugler, Terrence Nance, Jesse Gordon, and Celeste Ballard. You see that many writers, you should run away from your movie fucking fast. Because <laughs> they got passed around so much yeah. and there's so many different jokes that are written in here. Like, unless you have a really good group of writers who are able to, like, maintain a cohesive, like, humor, then you're going to get something like this where it just, it feels Every just everything just kind of feels like it's tossed in. Yeah, like everybody had like yeah. two or three jokes that were left in the movie, and none of them really meshed well. No, and oh, it's just it's it's all a, a, a jumble of weird ideas and bad jokes. Yeah, so uh, I guess maybe we should talk plot a bit. Um, was there one? 
Yeah, I mean, really, it's just <laughs> the story between Dom and James uh, and LeBron, that is. Uh, so LeBron really pushes his kids to be athletic because his his coach pushed him as a kid. Uh, and that's how he is, you know, the best today. And right. Uh, so he's pushing Dom, but Dom doesn't like Dom likes basketball, but that's not what he wants to do. He wants to design yeah. video games and he's pretty good at it. Uh, yeah. And LeBron even acknowledges that yeah. too. Like LeBron's like, you're really good at video games. Now get out there and play some basketball. <laughs> yeah. If you don't practice, you're not going to be the best that, and it's like, you know, it's a classic, your kids don't have to yeah. be you storyline, you know, and, and that's the yeah. lesson that uh, LeBron is is learning through the, through the thing, which to me, I think is like it was a better motivation for this event to happen than the first movie, because the first movie, you know, he just stepped away from basketball. That's right. That's right. it. Um, this one, it's like there's a good family story. Try at least the attempt at a good family story. I'll say because it really does fall flat. Everything about this movie falls flat for me. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how long I want to talk about it, but we should. I guess I should mention everything that's going on. So LeBron gets called in to Warner Brothers to talk over an idea that they have uh and he brings dom along because dom is intrigued on how things work there i guess i can't really remember. yeah sure and yeah, they <laughs> introduce the the executives from warner brother that is introduce the jameses to algae rhythm who is a computer program uh designed to take a person's essence isn't the right word but like it's it's basically a program to copy a person's personality and appearance so that they can appear in films and stuff like that right as they did have done with um uh carrie fisher and uh i believe paul walker that last scene with paul walker uh was cgi i can't recall if we look that up or at not. the beach at the, yeah i can't remember if it was yeah i think it's just that car scene i think they shot the beach scene but the car the, the, oh, the i think yeah the car scene might have been either used footage or cgi yeah, yeah. something like that but anyhow algae rhythm played by don Jeetle, which was kind of fun to see but and i guess he does all right in this role he obviously does great in yeah, some he, other roles he, he's yeah he, he's a great actor yeah. here he definitely felt like it was like why did my agent sign me on to this right like yeah. it, it definitely it definitely seemed like he was trying but at the same time just masking that trying with like the obvious like i really don't want to be here but i am an actor and i'm trying to do this yeah but I, there, was, I, there wasn't much heart in it yeah no there wasn't and, and i felt honestly that way about everybody even even lebron yeah. and lebron yeah. Like, even has, like, some... After he loosens up about everything and he's trying to learn his lesson, uh, he he does some really goofy stuff that, like, I just yeah. felt... I don't know. He's trying to be a Looney Tune, but it, it didn't really work for me anyways. Uh, so, Al G really wants uh, LeBron's 
personality in his system so that it can be used. And LeBron's like, no, I don't want to do this shit. I'm the only LeBron James. And so algae rhythm like makes the program abduct him because apparently, you know, the science is there. You could do that. You can absorb people like Tron into computer games. Well, they saw, they saw, uh, they saw the new jungle, uh, the new Jumanji movies. Oh yeah. Where they get sucked into a video game and they're like, yeah, let's just do that. Just yeah, do we. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure Warner Brother owns the property to that too or something. They're just like, yeah, we might as well just do the exact same fucking shit. <laughs> like that, that's again, we haven't really gotten into it, but we'll get into it very soon. That is my biggest issue with this: is all the Warner Brothers yeah. property, all, all of this over fucker. It. Yeah, it's so yeah. you know. The other night, I was thinking to myself, you know, it'd be fun. If they did Smash Brothers, but it was Warner Brothers IP, that would be a lot of fun. And then I was like, oh, wait, they did that. It's Space Jam and New Legacy. Yeah, it's just Space Jam and New Legacy. Oh, my God. Yeah, just put it into a video game format. Let's not waste millions of dollars on a film yeah, for this. Would, I would even play the basketball game that they described yeah. if it was Warner Brothers characters. That would be kind of right. funny. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking of the basketball game, both uh, Space Jam and Space Jam: A New Legacy have you know they end with that epic basketball game where it's like right. fighting for the you know in in Space Jam they're what are they fighting for what what the uh, so either, to get their powers back so uh, like yeah so if if the Looney Tunes win they get left alone but also uh, Michael worked it in that they the old players get their their powers back. If they lose, Michael Jordan it becomes because he he did a little switch around right. deal, uh, so the right. Legends don't have to do that. Whereas, whereas in a new legacy, if uh, if LeBron James and the Looney Tunes lose, like thousands of people lose their identity to this thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> algorithm just absorbs all of these people the who are tuning in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it's, just, it's absurd. They put the stakes a little too high for a basketball yeah. game, <laughs> and um, and, and if he wins, uh, his family gets to go free, and the Looney Tunes don't get abandoned. That's right. What it is, and the, the 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 game of basketball they're playing is the the game that LeBron's son designed. Right, you know, it's the video game, Style but they're points. playing it for real. Yeah, exactly, and it's. If they had focused more on the video game version, like you, like right. you know, if they had actually like built that up a little better and like explained a lot of it, I think the that end game would have been more enjoyable. Right? Like, it, it makes sense when you're watching well, it, but like it's not compelling. You're just kind of just like, all right, like the I get points it. Don't really matter. It yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it, it's not cohesive. Yeah, exactly. And, and like it, it, when it when it's going on, you're just like, okay, fine. And then like the the villain has control over everything. Yeah. So like he he just utilizes that to make it like completely uneven. You're just like, I don't care. It, yeah, it, it's not like, fun. It, it really. Yeah. Uh, I will. I do want to give it. A little bit of credit to the Looney Tune aspect of it because some of the bits were really funny. Like, um, Granny learned how to be a martial artist, and I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like this scene where she does some Matrix shit. In fact, that was pretty funny. I yeah. also, uh, making Lola Bunny and Amazon 
that was pretty good. Like she legit. Yeah, and a lot of people. What? Yeah, and a lot of people getting mad yeah. over her uh, being like desexualized. Yeah, I, it's uh, like, oh, her like, clothes aren't form fitting. What the her, fuck is this? Her like, I don't know if you've ever seen women aren't falling off. What's going on? Yeah. And I'm like, I, and I'm like, I'm. It's like, first off, calm down, furries. It's okay. Like a lot of them aren't actual. Like you know, a lot of them are just like pervy old men from who they watched just, the original and really liked Lola Bunny's yeah, design. They just really want to fuck <laughs> that bunny. Uh, but it's just like, but it's just like if you if I don't know if you've ever seen women's professional basketball, but it's not form fitting uniforms. No. It, it's just like men's basketball. Yeah. It's swishy shorts and shirts. Yeah, so they can play. <laughs> And it's just all these people who are complaining about it, I'm like, this is not what you complain about with this film. No, no. <laughs> I like the changes they made to Lola. I, I will say it. Yes, there was maybe a little bit of a sexual awakening as a child from Lola Bunny, but mm-hmm. it doesn't, it didn't need to happen. They didn't need to be that way yeah. or, or as sexualized as it was. Uh, like they had a little bit in there, that'd be fine. But it's like the whole bit. Yeah, that's the whole bit. And she's good at See, basketball. Now right. she's for me. Like it was a like warrior, ga- and it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it still is pretty awesome. I think she's awesome at both yeah. films. But like for me, my my awakening was Gadget from uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, oh, sure. and it was just this. It was just the nerdy, awesome, smart chick who got him out of everything. Yeah. Like, I was just like, yeah, I love yes, Gadget. Like, <laughs> she knew everything. Secret review of Chip and Dale. Not the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Not the strip club. <laughs> we can give them a secret review of something, too. <laughs> <laughs> what about that skit with Chris Farley? Have you seen that with him and Patrick Swayze? I'm sure I have. I just don't remember it. But getting getting back to a new legacy, we can't. Uh, there, there's two things that it, I mean. There's a lot of things about it that piss me off. Like, but but one thing that really pissed me off was there is one moment where they're just like uh, the, the whole team's feeling down. They're all they're getting their asses beat in the game. It's like that halftime moment where they need that pep talk. But like you know, LeBron's not too great at pep talks. He's dealing with his own issue, and they're just like guys. Michael Jordan's here. Michael Jordan's here. He's going to, you know, we're going to bring him in. You know, you'll talk to the team. And you're like, oh, this is cool. Are we going to get this nice little moment between LeBron James and Michael Jordan? Like, again, I'm, yeah. I'm on the outside of the of the controversy. Like, I'm just sitting outside. I'm just like, you know, I I know everybody in the sports world has has had that talk. Who's better between them? And I'm like, this will be cool. This will be a nice little area. Even though this whole movie sucks, it'll be worth it. If there's this nice little moment between Michael Jordan and yeah. LeBron James where they just like, they both like come up to each other and it's like, you know what? They both say like, you're the best. That'd be pretty cool. I would like yeah. that. That'd be a, a good moment for this movie. No, it's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> he walks into the fucking locker room like, why am I here? <laughs> He's like, He's I'll like play. why? I mean... Did it have me on? <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking like, which Warner Brothers contract is like, is he attached to? Like, I'm like, God damn, poor guy. Like, <laughs> Or maybe he really thought the bit was would be funny. You know, they probably explained yeah, the maybe. bit before they showed him the script. It's like, hey, we're we're doing Space Jam, and we want to call you out as Michael Jordan, and then it's you. And then yeah. he's like, okay, that's but funny. Like, <laughs> but I don't know if he would think that is funny because, like, how much of his life has he had to do with that know. already? You're right. Like, I feel like that'd be a joke that he's like, no, I've already overcome this joke of my childhood. Like, I don't know if his actual name is, that could be a stage name, I guess. But, you know, it's, 
I don't know. It, it was a joke that really just bothered me because it, it didn't need to be made. And I was actually excited because I'm like, you know what? I'm really hating this entire movie. If they give me this moment, right. I won't feel like I've wasted my time. And they didn't give me that nope. moment. And so, yeah, I wrong. felt like I wasted my time. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was painful. Uh I do want to jump back. So, we were talking about Lola Bunny, and while we were talking, I did want to mention that I thought Zendaya did a great job as the character. Um, yeah. I, I, that, that, I think she did a good job, but that's another thing. is like It's not the original voice actors, yeah. and so it feels very off-putting because I, I've grown up with these characters, sure. and for like 30 to 40 years, they had one voice, and now all of them sounded close- but not right. And especially Bugs Bunny. Like, I, again, he did... I can't remember who voiced Bugs Bunny in this. Uh, did a good it's job. It's Jeff Bergman. He also did Sylvester, Yosemite Sam, Fred Flintstone, and Yogi Bear. Yeah, like, he, he did a good job. But it just wasn't Mel, Mel Blanc? Is no. that the original? I, I think it's I, Mel Blanc. I don't... It's Mel, yeah. I don't remember the last name, but there must be. If that's yeah, what but, you got in your head. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's what's in my head. As long as it's not Mel Brooks, I think that's the the only one I keep getting them confused with. So, but like that that his voice was iconic, and like he's the only he's the only one in my mind who does those voices. And again, not to knock on the people who are doing those voices now, because obviously they still are doing a good job. It's just not my Bugs Bunny, and I hate to make that that complaint, but right. it's just not my Bugs well, Bunny. You know, it's and that's how it was with all the voices. It just wasn't my version of it i don't want to burst what you're saying because i agree with you uh but it was billy west in space jam yeah but that's billy west he did a great job i mean i love yeah but it's because it's billy west he's like the best voice actor (laughs) (laughs) so so it's like yeah he could easily do those voices and make me think it was the original guy (laughs) I will let that pass. <laughs> I don't know how long uh, Mel Blanc uh, did it, uh, but he, I'm sure he passed away at some point. Yeah. But, like, even then, like, I would say that, you know, again, I grew up with Billy West probably because I probably watched Space Jam. Well, no, I watched Looney Tunes far more than I watched Space Jam. But I watched Space Jam a fuck ton. A, a lot. It was yeah. a lot for us. Yeah, and and this whole this you know new legacy. You know, I'm ready to go into my closing statement with this fact. And the the thing that really bothered me, as as I've alluded to so many times, is that it was just a Warner Brothers dump. Like yeah. there was no heart in making this movie. It was kind of like somebody was like, "Hey, we should do a Space Jam movie," and they're like, "Eh, why do we do a Space Jam movie for? Why would we?" And it's like, well, we could just do the exact same movie, basically, just update it for modern times. And make it flashy. You know, the the heads were like, yeah, I guess we do own that title. And they're like, you know what? Let's go through all of the files of everything we own and make sure that we put in an Easter egg for everything. Everything. Let's just touch, t- yeah, touch base on every single property and IP that is underneath the Warner Brothers title and make sure it has, a, has like five seconds for this film. Okay. And it just, oh. it pissed me off. Yeah. There is a... Uh, a lot of heavy references to Harry Potter. And some of them did actually make me giggle. I thought, you know, if they would have killed, like, a good 
I don't know, 75% of the other references uh, and uh, that those jokes would have hammered in a little bit better. But we all know that a certain someone got money for that. But that's, you know, whatever. Um, Right. But anyhow, like, at first, like, one of the things that Algae Rhythm does at the very beginning when they're just introducing the concept to LeBron is show him dressed up at like he went to Hogwarts and he's like, what? And he, and that's like <laughs> one of the last things and he decides to leave. And then later on when they make him a Looney Tune, which I got, that might be a spoiler, but that's one of the few things that I thought was actually decent. And honestly, I thought his voice acting was a little bit better than his in-person acting as well. Yeah. Uh, then he got all excited when they talked about Harry Potter again, because they go around recruiting the team, he and Bugs do. And he keeps on being like, Yeah, we could get Godzilla, we could get all these guys. And um <laughs> and but Bugs just keeps on convincing him to get other Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, until he's got the worst team possible to save thousands and thousands <laughs> of lives. That is one of the better bits. I feel like if they would have focused more on that, uh and less of the flashy style points kind of thing that it would have made a better yeah. movie i i'm gonna go ahead and finish off my closing statement by giving it a half a face it was not a good movie every everything they tried to do like there was things they could have done to make it better but i mean even with the looney tunes when they introduced the looney tunes it's like we don't want to do anything original or new so we're just going to make sure we cover all of the iconic staples of the Looney Tunes. You know, it's Correct. like we're going to paint a fake wall here and have somebody slam into the wall and have somebody walk. They all run through it like it's like it's an actual real life thing, and it's just it, it all just meshed poorly yeah. into this just disgusting puddle. And like, I will I will agree that you know when when they turn uh, LeBron into a Looney Tune, you know his voice acting is better. And and that alone, the animation of this movie is good. Yeah, I do. I do think the animation and it because it's like an updated version of Looney Tunes animation in a way, like they, they do, made it computerized, and it, it's good. They do both, I like, it. like a regular two D animation, and then when the ball game's about to start, they make it into a three D animation. That yeah, it's that's right. Really that's good. right. Yeah, but it, but it, but I thought it worked. Like it looked really good. Kind of. Uh, good. I liked. Like, yeah, I liked how, how the characters looked. But I feel like they yeah. kind of needed to do it on the whole movie. I thought it was a weird switch. It it needed to decide yeah. what it wanted to do with the animation because like making him a Looney Tune that was a good step. I thought that was fun, and then they just reverse it at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just immediate. It's just. Yeah, everything about it was just a swing and a miss. Like, you know, there's there's some good ideas. If they had just done a few Warner Brothers Easter eggs, right. like, as you said, cut it down by 75% of the, the Easter eggs and references. Like, take 75% of it out and just leave it as a f- few very funny gags. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. I'd be all for that. But no, they, they just had to keep tossing it at, you know, tossing everything at it. Like, yeah. uh, I, mentioned, I mentioned before we did this, that it was kind of like Ready Player One, where it's like, I don't remember if Freddy Player One had a specific company, but it's like in in the book, it all makes sense. It is a you know a combined universe on the internet that's just like, of course, all these big characters would be everywhere because people would have the opportunity to be these big characters. So it works great as a book. And then when you translate it to the movie, 
it just feels like a money grab. Yeah. Where it's like we have to remind people we have this product and we can make yeah. money off of it outside of this as merchandise. It, it felt the, it felt the very same way with a new legacy where it's just like we're just going to toss everything into this so that we can get our money's worth on this. And then outside of it, we can also make a shit ton of merchandise with other fucking garbage. Right. And it just, it, it bothered me. I give it one and a half stars. Like, it, it, it gets a half, I would give it one star, but it gets a half star because it's supposed to be for kids. Right. So, I know that I'm not the audience for this. No, <laughs> so you're I give not. It one and a half that, stars. Like, like we said earlier in the review, it, who cares if it's supposed to be for kids? It needs to be watchable. Yeah. It needs to be watchable, yeah. for God's sake. So exactly, I do be, because you gave a secret review of Ready Player One. I do want to give it its credit, and the very least that it had a plot that was uh, watchable. <laughs> so yes, well, I, I think we talked it, uh, and, and you know, if people were really hoping that we had good opinions about uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy. I, I'm sorry. It, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Just just turn in. Yeah. If you're feeling nostalgic, just turn on Space Jam, man. It it's yeah. Still and holds if your up. kids are wanting to watch, and if your kids are wanting to watch the new Space Jam, he's like, I want to watch Space Jam. Just put on the the old one and be like, This is the new one. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Why is this animation <laughs> <Yes>. shit, man? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say Don't shit. Don't say really. that word. <laughs> Call me father. <laughs> Call me space daddy. Call me space daddy. <laughs> but I mean, it's very obvious with the sequel smash that the first that there was no need for a sequel no. and that the first one wins. Like absolutely, not. yeah, easy, easy, easy. Uh, opposite of the Suicide Squad, where yeah. it's just yeah, just the complete reverse here, you know. But that that's been the show. I uh, I am the Green Traveler. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels, hopefully many years to come, and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or on the FictionWorks19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.